Welcome to the Ohio Center for Broadcasting Podcast. Your connection to the announcements and interviews with staff and guests to keep you up to date with the latest events going on at the Cleveland campus. In today's podcast, we will join guest speaker Patty Harkin from Fox 8 to discuss highlights of her career and advice for students looking to enter today's broadcasting field. Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome. Good to see you all. Um, it is my pleasure to introduce to you our guest speaker for today. Patty Harkin has worked for Metro Networks. She's worked for Channel 5, and she is currently the airborne on-camera traffic reporter for WJW Fox 8 here in Cleveland. And it's my pleasure to introduce to you Patty Harkin. Thanks, Terry. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me today. So you probably want to know how I got into this whole thing. And I took the wrong bus. Got on the wrong bus and went to Butler University. Kidding. But um, went to Butler way back in the day. And they had a radio and TV program. And I did the radio and TV thing. And it's, it's actually what I wanted to do. And I got out and I interned at WMMS back in the day with Jeff and Flash at the tail end of their career. And um, it was quite an experience. And when I went to my internship, they said, we're going to give you $3 a day. That's to cover your lunch. So I pocketed that $3 a day. So I was making 15 bucks a week during my internship. Boy, was I rolling in it. Took the bus to work, to and fro. Uh, well, actually, I got a ride into work from one of the guys. And that was actually living down the street from me in Lakewood. And then I would take the bus home. And those days were 5 a.m. until 1. And then I was doing some interning at Scene Magazine. And those days were 5 a.m. until whenever I got done, 3, 4. And those were long days. But interning was awesome. And when they told me fold t-shirts, I said, what? I could fold laundry at home. And so when you have your internship, and if you just want to get coffee, and you want to fold t-shirts, that's going to suck. So you, you want to do something. You want to use the skills that you guys have learned in this great facility. Tell them. So yeah, I, I got more than that. And when I was doing my internship, I wrote commercial copy that was aired. I voiced stuff. I worked my way onto the morning show. I did bits in New York with Mr. Leonard, which is way before your time, but very popular guy that worked here. And in New York, he worked all over um, down in Dallas. And you make your, your career is what you want to make it. And you have to work for it and make those opportunities. You guys have all of these skills. Don't, you know, don't let someone just say fold t-shirts and work on this remote doing promotions. Do something. You know, you've got the skills, so do it. So don't, don't let yourself get run over during these internships. But I don't know if they pay anything now. I don't think they do. But yeah, that $3 lunch money was great. <laughs> but there is a lot of free food working in radio, and that's a fun thing. Lots of free food. Uh, TV station, lots of free food there too, but just watch it or watch your bottom line. That's all. <laughs> but so I went to, did the internship for um, the last half of my senior year in college, and then they said, well, we really want to hire you, but we can't, you know, money, whatever. So I bugged them and bugged them and bugged them, and it didn't take very long, maybe a month, and they hired me to do, um, answer their phones for the morning show at $5 an hour, 
now I'm really rolling it. That's a $2 raise, you know, over my $3 a day, but so it was more. So I was making five bucks an hour, answering phones, doing bits for the morning show, doing whatever I could, and it was a blast. It was awesome, it was fun, and I did that for a couple years. I um, wrote uh, copy, news copy for Ed Flash Ferentz, um, pulled music, you know, just it's much different now than it was then. You know, we had carts and we played carts, and now it's all on a computer. But I worked for the morning show, and then, um, I didn't even know there was traffic when I went to school. I didn't even know there was a traffic reporting job. I just always wanted to work on a morning show and have fun. So I was working at MMS doing the morning show and Laura Farrell was our traffic reporter and she was pregnant and the deal was she goes on maternity leave, you fill in. So <laughs> November 22nd of 1992, I got the phone call in the middle of the night. Laura's like, you're on. I'm like, okay. I had gone in to see what she does but suddenly I was just like on and I was like, oh my God. And it was a different facility. It wasn't at the radio station. It was a separate building and it was a, it was a rough couple weeks, but I kind of got into it and that was in 92. And Laura came back from attorney leave and she was now on the Buzzard Morning Zoo and I haven't left traffic since. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy how things work out. And I just kind of weaved my way working through Metro traffic. We used to do like six stations, like each person would do six stations. You had six different names. It's different now, I know that. Like there's only so many stations in town. I mean, everyone's owned by, you know, this is Clear Channel, this is CBS, you know, everyone owns everybody. Before there was a lot more competition. It was kind of a lot more fun, but you know, it's still fun. Radio is still fun. Um, television is as well. So I did traffic for radio until 2004. I took my four-year sabbatical, as I call it, and decided I had to go back to work. The only people that hired me was TV, and I had never done TV. And Channel 5 hired me, and it was good for three and a half years, and then they let me go. And then Channel 8 hired me in 2012, and it's just been a crazy uh, fun. I mean, it beats working, that's for sure. You meet a lot of interesting people um, in the radio field. Uh, you know, I met David Lee Roth, I know this is old school, John Mellencamp, um, and in TV, you just got people coming in all the time, different guests, um, so it's, it's fun, it's fun, and I guess if you want to have fun, you're in the right business, but you do have to work for it, no one's going to hand it to you, it's not a lot, I mean, like I said, I was making $5 an hour, now here's the thing, I was making $5 an hour answering phones, and then they had me come over and do traffic, and because at the time it was union, if you were on air, you were in the union. They kind of did away with all that now. So I went from making $5 an hour on November 21st. The next day, I was making $17 an hour. And I was like, check this out. I mean, whoa. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? It was awesome. It was awesome. But then <laughs> it was, now here's the reality check. So then I said, I have a tendency to say stuff. And I did one morning. And so that afternoon, I was working the split shift. So I worked five to nine and then came back in the morning, afternoon, three to six, 6.30. Looks great on paper. Oh, you got the whole day. You know what I did from nine until three? I slept. Hmm. It was, you know, and I'll be honest, I was in my early 20s, just me, my husband, 
from then <laughs> seven at night until midnight, we were out. So <laughs> it was, you know, I needed to sleep all day. And I, after I had my first child, I wondered what did I do between nine and three? Because now I had to take care of this baby. Anyway, so I was let go from doing the radio thing because I had said something. And so I went down to the unemployment office and they're like, well, you're gonna get, I forget what percentage of your pay. And they're like, of $5 an hour. I'm like, whoa, wait, time out. I wasn't making $5 an hour. I was now making $17.50 an hour. They're like, oh, well, we go on the last year that you're working. Boy, was that a reality check. I was making $90 an hour on unemployment. That is what will really kick you in your butt to get back. He's <laughs> like, you can't live on unemployment. Oh, I'll just subside on unemployment. Not so much, but I got back in the game real quick. Yeah, it's a funny business. You say something and you're out the door and you're like, wait. You know, it's kind of crazy. What did I say? Yeah, what did you say? <laughs> okay, I'll be honest with you. Um, they had strippers in the studio. And, okay, right, they've got strippers in the studio. They're talking to strippers. The guys are talking to strippers in the studio. And I'm in another building and I made some off-the-cuff remark about, you know, you must not be getting any at home. Well, <laughs> it offended somebody somewhere. I don't know whom, but it did. Always one. It's, oh, there's always one in the crowd. So, but uh, now, you know, it's funny because I'm now at Fox 8 and it's a TV station. You do have to know there are some things you can't say, but boy, the things we do say on the air and get away with it is kind of funny and it's kind of fun. And it is a great place to work. I have people over there at Fox 8 are awesome and we really do. I mean, if you watch us and see the fun that we have in the morning, it's genuine. People, we really do enjoy going to work. It's, it's a lot of fun and that's a nice thing to be able to say, I enjoy going to work. Um, because then it doesn't make it really seem like work. So that's, I guess, how I got started, and here I am, and I'll answer any questions, mostly. Now you took a four-year sabbatical. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't really know. I was, um, I think I was tired. I was, my kids were both in school. This is the thing. I, my kids were in school, and if any time that I was supposed to be taking that break, I guess should have been when they were at home. I spent a little bit. I was with them all the time, my, my husband at the time, and I, we, that was our thing. We didn't want to have babysitting. So he stayed home and worked from home, and I got home, and I did my thing Can with them. Can you suggest a sabbatical in this business? I mean, you know what? You know what? I, if you need a breather, you, I mean, what are you going to do? If you're, if you're, I think I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. I think I, I was. I had been doing it for 14 years, and I think I was, I just, I just needed a break and I, I took a break and I guess it's, you know, obviously it's easier if you're married, which I was, and I mean, to do it on your own, you obviously you're not just gonna quit a job if you don't have someone there to support you, but it was, it was what I needed. Um, and then I, when I did decide to get back in, it just so happened that Channel 5 was looking for a traffic reporter. And I had done some of their traffic reporting when I was at Metro, but not really on camera work. Once in a while, they'd come down and we'd screw around mm -hmm. with the on-camera stuff, but it was always up over the phone. So it was it was easier for me, I guess, to get back in. Mm -hmm. But no, I wouldn't suggest doing it. But if you're burnt out, you're burnt out. What are you going to do? You, you, you got to think about your well-being. Hey, Patty. Yeah. What What's a typical day like for you? I get up at two thirty a.m. What time do you go to bed, Patty? Oh, last night was well after 10.30. So 
do I get the daily recommended <laughs> allowance of sleep? No, um, nobody does. Um, so I get up at 2.30, I'm out the door by 3.45 and I'm in work at four and I'm on the air at five. Between four and five, I'm just preparing my traffic stuff. I'm making my phone calls, I'm making up my maps, I'm getting ready to go on the air. And then from five until eight, I'm on the air. From five until 5.30, I'm in the studio. Then we take off, we go down to the airport and we take off in the helicopter. And we're in the helicopter till seven, unless there's something we have to stay up for and we stay up for that. And then we'll have to land and get more fuel and we go back up. And uh, then I come back in the studio and do the rest of my reports until eight. And then I leave there at 8.30. So I'm part-time. I tell my coworkers every day, I don't know how they do it because they get up the same time I do unless they live far out. Some people have to wake up at 1.30, you know, living down in the diner or wherever, and they work till noon or through the noon show. That's a long day. I mean, some mornings I drive home, I mean, I've only been at work for a few hours, it seems, it's not that long, and I'm wondering how I got from downtown to my home 12 minutes away, because I'm just like spent, you know? But it's difficult, but it's fun, um, yeah. And the helicopter is awesome. I had never flown in a helicopter until eight hired me, and I just said, okay, whatever. And it's not like, I guess, flying. Um, I'm not afraid. Um, you do have to lock the door. I found that out once. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm just going to slow down for a second. Um, I did get sick once. Funny story. Um, we were flying down to Akron, and I just hadn't been feeling well. And we had joked about the barf bags. And so I'm like, I didn't want to say anything because I have a pilot and a cameraman. So I just pulled the bag out and I'm reading the instructions and I'm like, oh God. And so I have this mic on and I'm back there. Then they start talking to me, Zoom and Mike. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like puking. They're like, oh, oh. And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But those bags are bigger than they look. They, so it was scary. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine, we can carry on. But that was the only time. I don't know what it was, but yeah. So that's You still did your reports. Well, that was the saving grace of the whole thing was back at the control room, for whatever reason, they couldn't get our, they could hear us, but they couldn't see us, so we had to land. I'm like, darn. <laughs> Everything was coming together that day, so it was crazy. How did you adjust from doing radio to TV? At first, it was pretty nerve-wracking. Every day. I, I mean, because, I, Grant, I was off four years, too. And I had never, and it's, it's like, do, do I look good enough? Look at all these people, they're all, seriously, like everyone I worked with was in a, a, a beauty contest. I'm like, I can do the wave and that's about it. You know? <laughs> like, so that, as a woman, is like kind of nerve-wracking. Do you look good enough? I thought I had to like, I was sweating so much. I was, it was pathetic. It was just, once you get over the nerves though, then it's fine. But there's that nervous, I mean, I had no problem talking to people. It doesn't matter. I had no problem actually doing the job that I needed to do. It was just nerve wracking. And I guess once you get over those nerves, you're fine. But I was just like, I was a mess. I would get, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But it was, it was crazy. Um, it is hard because you do have to remember that you're not on the radio and you can't say almost everything you want to say. You know, you, there, we do have our limits on, on the TV. It's much different. But I think the nerves, the nervousness of the whole thing, just, that was crazy. I, it just, because it I knew what I was doing. I knew, I knew how to do the job. I knew how to do the job. I was confident in my ability to do the job. But just 
it was just nerve wracking. I think, I guess the whole, the whole, because it was TV, and I was like, I, I'm not. I'll be the first to admit, I am not a TV person, and I, I'm just not. I'm, I'm the radio person. But I got over it, and now it's like, maybe it's the people you work with. I don't know. But when I go into Fox every morning, I don't even think about it. You know, it's just it's. It's just like you get to a comfort level, but at first it was just nerve wracking. And, and I see it, you know, new reporters would come into the stations. I'm like more when I was at five than eight and you'd see them out in the field and they were nervous and you're human. I mean, what are you going to do? And, but that's why, I mean, I was fortunate. I started here in Cleveland. No, people normally don't do that. Now, I mean, you, you normally you're out in Lima, you're out in Youngstown, you're out in Toledo, Wherever you start, not even Toledo. I'm sorry. I mean, smaller, smaller markets, and that's where you get rid of your nervousness. I, I started and stayed here in Cleveland. This is where I'm from, and I was fortunate. Not many people are that fortunate to just walk into a market and and do that. So, yeah. Anything else? Come on, people, really. I used to bag Wayne Dawson's groceries years ago when you I did worked. Not. Yes, I did. Do you ask him where he gets his suits? You know what? <laughs> I don't think he was. When I used to see him, I I don't think I used to see him wear a lot of suits on TV back then because I was in high school. Okay. I used to work in finance. He used to call. He is tops. a fine dresser. Yeah. Well, I see him now. He's he's okay. Oh, <laughs> he's okay. You're sitting there wearing your tennis shoes and your yeah, jeans, and you're telling me I'm, Wayne's okay. Well, you know, they, I think my class has got a preview of my of my uh, of my apparel, so uh, <laughs> so I'm just you know at work right now. I mean, uh -huh. I mean, grandma, but you know, uh, <laughs> when I did my talk show. You know, then you have to see all that. You know, okay, but, you're so just like saving Wayne. it. You're yeah, saving I'm saving it. it. Yeah, I'm just grinding right now. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. But I like Wayne though. He's very cool. He always can give me a tip. So how's he doing? He's doing very well. He's yeah. anchoring our morning show, uh -huh. and he's been there on the mornings, just doing mornings for 16 years. Okay. Um, he's been doing this forever, though. Right. Okay. And Wayne is Wayne is awesome. Yes. Um. So you said you're more so of a radio person. Mm -hmm. So if you had the opportunity, would you go back into radio to show the country? Yes. Yeah. Why absolutely. Is Why is that? Mm -hmm. I just love it. I loved. I. I. I love to talk about anything. <laughs> I love to have fun. I love to make people laugh. I love to bounce off of people and just talk to them. And um, and over the course of the years, I have had different um, you know opportunities to fill in on um, different shows, and I've always enjoyed that. It's just a, a fun, fun thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, TV, it's. Um, supposed to be, I don't want to say more buttoned, buttoned up, but um, you know, it's not um, usually a morning show, a morning radio show. You know, you, you're there to have fun. You can, um, there are, you can say some swear words. You can kind of be more conversational than you are than it, that if you have to be on television. Um, you certainly aren't going to be even saying hell on, on TV. Um, I did say sexy this morning. You can say sexy, right? <laughs> My boss hasn't called. I think you can say sexy. I'll find out, I guess. Um, but e e so you you have to be more. I don't want to say professional, but I guess I guess on, on TV. But like I said, I mean we have a lot of fun. You're talking about Wayne. Okay, this is Wayne. Wayne's goofy. 
And he, I just think they just say, well, he's a crazy old guy. We'll just let him say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> See, one day he says he was talking to Scott, and he goes, so are you okay, Scott? And Scott's our weather guy, meteorologist. And Scott's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. He goes, because if you're not, I'm going to have, you know, send Patty in there to spank you. And I'm standing here like, what? <laughs> like, not this again, Wayne. Come on now. But so it's, we have a lot of fun. And it's, I would say working with them in the morning is the closest thing to being on radio. But the thing is, with radio, you get to map out what your show is going to be about. You don't have to talk about death and destruction. But almost every news story, the first three stories are this person shot this person, this happened, this happened, you know, dead bodies everywhere. So, I mean, not a lot of fun, not, not a lot of easy places to throw in that joke, you know. So, radio can be much more relaxed, obviously. Of course, you can dictate it, you dedicate a day to something hard hitting, you know, um, on radio, but uh, it's not an everyday thing. Yes? Um, when you were an intern, you say you were folding t shirts mm -hmm. and getting coffee. Were there Well, I just told him, I go, I don't want to do this. I go, I can do this at home. I mean, I was, I was myself. I was honest. I, I didn't want to be just run over, you know, and I'm not going to be taken advantage of. I have skills. I can do things. So let me do them. If you want me to fold some T-shirts, fine, but I'm going to do other things. I'm not here. To, I, I don't want to waste my time. You're paying me $3 for lunch. I'm getting up at 5 or whatever hour in the morning to be here at 5. I don't want to fold T-shirts. I want to do something. Positively, I was writing copy for this. I mean, this is the thing. The sales department's like, this is a gold mine. She's writing all of our commercial copy. They apparently don't know how to write. I mean, so I was writing commercial copy for them, and I'm this unpaid intern. So that was, it was awesome. They responded well. They saw you want to do something. They want people who want to do, they've got you for free. You know, so do something that you, that you have skill, a skill set at, you know. Yes. You operate the Skyfox camera. I do not. Zoom does. Zoom is my cameraman. So he and Mike, the pilot, are in the front, and I'm behind. Oh, okay. So there's, there's three people who go up. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I wish, you know, I think we're going to maybe learn me how to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, Zoom does it. He's awesome. He's been there forever over at 8. He's cool. Yes. What was your audition like? Like, do you have to, like, audition for well, I did audition for five to do, uh, I mean, radio, it just, I just did it. I mean, we just did it, and it was, you know, this is back in 1990. I just dated myself. I went to high school at a very young age, <laughs> but it was back in 1990, and we just kind of, I mean, I could do the stuff, and I, and I did it. I, you know, did the radio thing, but, you know, TV obviously is different, so I went there, and I was in their studio, and they had it set up, and... Um, it's evolved a lot more than when I went there in 2008, but I was behind a desk. Was, there was no green screen that traffic was using at the time. They just had me in front of the camera, and I just did a traffic report. But I knew how to do See, the thing is, props to the traffic reporters, Terry. Not everybody can do traffic. And it's kind of, um, I know Channel 3 just had a tryout, and they had all these people come in to try out to be the traffic reporting. And it, actually, I, I was kind of like, that's just a slap in the face. Are you gonna do that when your anchors lose their job? Are you gonna have a tryout for anchors? Not everybody can do traffic. And it was just like, I was just, I was offended by it because you, you had all these people just, they didn't know what they're talking about. 
I know it's not brain surgery, but certainly not anybody can do it. There, I blew off a little steam there. <laughs> I don't know. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? Do you see yourself moving from traffic and getting into something else or going back to radio? You know what? I, I don't know. I would love dream job working for the Cleveland Indians. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why do you want to do that? Do <laughs> no, I love I love me some baseball. <laughs> I, I love the team. What would you so. do for Indians? You know what? I don't know. I I think I could be a great ambassador for the team. I I I during baseball season I am pimping them every single day on the air. I, <laughs> I love them. I'm like God. Have you guys heard me yet? Don't you want me to work for you yet? I I just love the team. I love the team, but I, I love sports so. And I, some people, well, why didn't you ever get into sports? And this is a, this is what I would say. I know me, and I'm like, I don't think I could go in the locker room. It would all be over. <laughs> like, I don't think I could do that. Oh my God, I'd be fired. So, yeah. I mean, I know you got to know yourself, right? So I never went that route. But when I when I was doing traffic years ago, I did traffic for the sports station, and we had a good time. I mean, it was probably right. my most enjoyable time was doing traffic for WKNR back in the early 90s. The Indians were in the World Series a couple times, and it was a lot of fun. Have you ever been offered the opportunity to work on the morning show with Wayne Dawson and uh, Christy and all of them? I'm on their show. I know, I know it's the traffic, but coming inside. Oh, no, I, I, I'm in the studio. Oh, are you in the I'm, studio? I'm in the studio. I'm in the chopper. I'm in the studio. I'm, okay. I go back and forth every okay. day. Um, weather permitting, we fly. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Anything else? I can... Every other question. Yes. Um, sometimes when uh, when the weather is bad, you don't when you don't fly, mm -hmm. you, you use the traffic from a, a green screen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, is that something that's that's difficult to do or something that's difficult? It to was do? funny to learn. Um, I started learning the green screen at the tail end of my Channel Five career, and it, it well it took a bit. Um, and, and I practiced, you know, off air I would practice because it, to me, in my head, it, this is backwards. Because you're, there's, like you guys know, there's nothing on the screen and you're looking at the monitors and I find that I still, as I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I'm trying to think, when I'm, at, when I'm at work, this is my best side to do it. When I go to this side, I'm not pointing at the, it's like, I don't know what I can't, I can't um, get to that spot, if you will. This is my better side to it just works better that I can. It's weird. I don't know, but it, it was it's very difficult to learn. It, I mean, it takes some time. So, yeah, yeah, it's right. You like and right here, right here, and over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's it's goofy. It's not something that comes naturally. That's for sure. Did you have to do any more schooling to do weather or no? Traffic. No. You're like my former father-in-law. How's Weather. I'm like, I don't do the weather. It's traffic, damn it. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, uh, no, I just, you know, did the traffic, and I got, like I said, I got, I got thrown into it. I didn't even, there weren't traffic reporters when I was, I, I didn't know of them anyway. When did Metro open in Cleveland? '89. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, I didn't know. I, I went to school in Indianapolis, and, and it, you know, there was a traffic reporter, but that was, that wasn't. Where I, I wanted to do a morning show, so yeah. Yes. Are you yourself looking for interns? No, I, I always joke about it. I'm like, I need an intern to do this, <laughs> but then I'm like, what would I do? <laughs> I mean, Fox Eight is always looking for interns. 
personally, I don't. I don't need one. Um, I don't drink coffee, so go 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 get me some snacks. No, <laughs> um, no but I, you know, you go on our website, um, fox8.com, and they have a jobs and internship, you know, tab, and um, could you check that out? Yes. Was it hard, like, balancing your kids with your career? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my husband was very supportive in that he was home, mm -hmm. you know, to take care of them when I was at work. But it was difficult because, you know, you get home, waking up at 4, you know, going to work from 5 to 9, then getting home and having to take care of a baby that doesn't want to sleep even though you're tired. And you know your husband is now gone because he has to work, and that's that. That's hard. That's it's it's very hard. Um, now my kids are teenagers, and and still like I'm making my daughter. You know she's getting home from soccer, and I'm making her dinner at 10 o'clock at night. I have to get up at 2:30, but I don't want to just make your own dinner. I wanted to do want to spend time with my kids. You know They're, I had them for a reason. So yeah, it is it is um, difficult, but. Uh, if you want to have babies, they're the best thing ever. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't change it for the world. They're great kids, and my daughter has come to Fox, and she was she's been on the air, you know. I already have one. That's why I wanted to know. It's well, you know, it's hard. I mean, you're going to school. It's hard, isn't it? I mean, it's hard. It, it, it's it's always nice to have someone to help you out. <laughs> That's for sure. So what do you do for fun to get away from all the madness? Oh, what do I do for fun? I mean, I, I go. I spend a lot of time at the ballpark. I just go out and do my thing. I mean, I have fun at work, and I go out and do my thing. <laughs> do my thing, yeah. Um, but I want to tell you guys, like, the, the field is changing. I mean, Terry showed me all of your different aspects of your, your uh, place here. The field is definitely changing. I know back at five a couple years ago, they, you know, made big cuts, and they made, you know, they call them MMJs, multimedia journalists. I'm sure you guys have heard of that, where you're writing, shooting, editing your own stuff. And that ha that's how, I mean, before it was just a reporter was you know, out there and they had the cameraman with them and the, the, somebody else would edit it. Well, they kind of like streamlined it. So it's great that you're learning all of those things here um, because you know skills. I don't know, when I was editing at radio, it was, we were splicing and using tape. You guys have no idea. I do. You do. <laughs> and it's totally, it's now it's all on computers. It's totally different and it's really great that you're learning these skills because not everybody, not everybody can do that. <laughs> and also the new, you know, the web content. Um, I was telling Terry, a buddy of mine over at Five, um, he was in his 20s and he was the web coordinator, content coordinator. He left to go uh, work for the Ravens. He now has a Super Bowl ring. He's been to the White House because he's in charge of their social media. I'm like, really? I could get kids from the junior high. I mean, but it's a big field knowing everything online and on the phone and all of that stuff. So it's, it's, it seems petty, if you will, but this is where we're at now. And so if you know, you know this technical side and, and I mean, if you wanna do the behind the scenes, it's very important. They need people that are skilled in doing that, know how to write. If you can write, you can do anything. I've always believed that. If you can write, you can do anything. Um, because if, if the job fails you, you could write on your own. 
you know, you can do. I know when I did lose my when I did lose my job when I was unemployed, I did write something and it got published. I was like, oh, you know, it, just, it didn't make a lot of money out, but I'm like, it made me feel good, you know. And but if you write, writing skills very important. We're always. You know, people reading the teleprompter going, oh my God, who wrote this? <laughs> so, what are they even saying? You know, pay attention to detail. Very important. Double check your facts. Triple check them. Just because somebody tells you something and just because you read it on Twitter does not make it true. Please, 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 please. Um, but just double, triple check everything. Hints, pointers, whatever. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you for if you could give them advice what would it be? And I think you just touched on some yeah. things. Yeah, stay true to yourself. Yeah. You know what, it's, it's easy. It's very easy to, um, and maybe you'll get ahead for a second. It's easy, I don't wanna say to be a brown nose, but maybe that's the wrong word. I don't know, be true to yourself. I don't wanna, don't sell out. If you wanna, you wanna achieve something, work at it. Just be true to yourself. Don't, I don't know, sell out the right, wrong word, right, right word. word, I don't know. No, no, but I've seen people, you know, in through the industry, and to be honest with you, the other people that work with them are just like, they don't respect them. What are they doing? You know, are they not being themselves? Maybe that is who they are. I don't know. Maybe that's who they are. I guess. Um, I guess nobody, nobody likes a brown nose. <laughs> nobody likes that person snuggling up to the boss, and well, I think, I, <laughs> and I mean, then you're seeing the boss give them preferential treatment, and yeah. that does happen. Yeah, and it does. I think what Patty's trying to say is you'll earn a lot more respect yes. in the industry if you succeed on your merits. Yeah. So you know, learn what you need to learn. Continue to grow in what you're learning because the the industry as patty mentioned the industry changes all the time so mm -hmm. stay current keep up to keep up to speed with what's changing in the industry and work hard and that's how to succeed and that's how you'll get respected yeah oh absolutely and oh you know what somebody told me this years ago and i stayed true to it you're going to be out you're going to be in public situations there and now i mean there are so many cameras never Never let somebody take a picture of you. Now you're working at some station, whatever, and you're all out there. There'll be parties. There are always parties. There are great parties. Kid you not. And you're all taking pictures. <laughs> Don't have a beer, anything in your hand. Put it down and then take the picture. Good piece of advice. Just put the beer down, put the wine down, put the drink down. I don't care if it's water. Put it down and then take the picture. You'll be out with your girlfriends, your guy friends, in a bar, in, in a, just you know, having fun, and there's always gonna be someone just snapping pictures, whatever, it, you know, how it is now. But if you're, you're at a party, you know, with the station, or not even the station, a, a, an event, and someone wants to take your picture, you know the pictures that appear in the magazines, whatever, and there are plenty of them, and just put down the beer, the drink, whatever you're having, and have the picture taken. Just a, it's a really good piece of advice. Trust me. <laughs> okay.